You are listening to episode number 52 of the Secondary Science Simplified podcast. I feel like my blog over the years and now this podcast have become my personal but yet very public confessional of sorts. I don't know about you, but I personally spent a few years growing up in a Catholic school, so I am very familiar with the old confessional booth, and this kind of feels like that, but instead of a priest on the other side of a physical screen, there are a whole bunch of high school teachers tuning in to hear my deepest and darkest confessions from the classroom, and today is no different. It's just another day for me in the confessional that is this podcast, because in this episode, I am here to confess one of my greatest regrets for my time spent in the classroom, and that's assigning homework over school breaks. (sighs) It's true. Students of my past from my first few years teaching can attest that I not only assigned homework, but sometimes full-on projects over school breaks. Have you done the same? Do you want to know why I stopped and how both me and my students benefited from that? Because I'm dishing it all in this episode. Let's dive in. This is Secondary Science Simplified, a podcast for secondary science teachers who want to engage their students and simplify their lives. I'm Rebecca Joyner from It's Not Rocket Science. As a high school science teacher turned curriculum writer, I'm passionate about helping other science teachers love their jobs, serve their students, and do it all in only 40 hours a week. Are you ready to rock the time you spend in your classroom and actually have a life outside of it? You're in the right place, teacher friend. Let's get to today's episode. Okay, so before we jump in, I want to let you know about some more seasonal free resources I have for you. So if you enjoyed those Halloween science activities I made for you, then you need to grab my winter science activities. Just like with Halloween, I made one specifically for bio classes, one for chem, one for physics, and one for anatomy. And you can grab them all in one PDF if you go to itsnotrocketscienceclassroom.com slash winter. And I'll link that in the show notes as well. Now, let's talk more about not assigning homework over breaks. I truly cringe even just thinking back on how I used to especially do this with projects. Because if you've been around my corner of the internet long, you know that this is not in line with It's Not Rocket Science or my current philosophies whatsoever. In fact, in my most recent years in the classroom, I was even a huge proponent of not assigning homework at all, let alone over breaks from school. But oftentimes, especially when I look back at my early years in the classroom, I I was just doing what everyone else was doing because I felt like if those teachers that are more experienced than me are doing it, then I probably should too. But as time went on, I got more reflective about my teaching practice and I got more intentional about the motivation behind each choice that I was making in my classroom. And I want you to consider doing the same as you listen to this episode. And really recording this has actually inspired me. I'm going to do a new reflective series coming up this spring where we're just going to reflect on a lot of the choices we make in our classroom and really if they are best for students or not. So stay tuned for that series. But for now, let's just start with reflecting on why we assign homework or projects over breaks and really start with considering your motivation. What is the goal of homework over breaks for you and for your students in your classroom? And again, this is going to be personal. You may find that when you reflect on why you assign homework over breaks, you have a really legit reason. And if so, that is great. And I'm not going to try to convince you to do something different if your reason is super legitimate. 
But if you are like me, you may start reflecting over why you're assigning a project or some extra work and realize there really isn't a good reason behind it. I know for me, I kind of had a goal that was twofold. One, I wanted to use the time off that students had to try to cover more stuff that I wasn't able to cover in class. So I wanted to use that time to make sure we were getting through all the standards. And then second, I wanted to make sure they were still thinking about my content and not forgetting it. But really, do either of those goals help my students? Honestly, no. I shouldn't burden them with extra work just because I'm not able to get through all the standards that the state is demanding me to cover. And also, per my second goal, students aren't remembering my content better because I'm making them do busy work or a project over break. They're just spending more energy over their time off stressing about the amount of homework assignments they've been assigned from all of their teachers combined. And it's not making them learn or remember better. It's just adding to their workload. In my experience, having students do homework over breaks is really just hurting more than it's helping because I found that most of my students fall into two categories when it comes to how they're going to approach doing any homework they're assigned over their breaks. So some of my students are just going to feel anxious about doing their work perfectly because that's how they feel towards any work whatsoever. They want to do it really, really well. And so then they end up spending their whole break just thinking about their work and being anxious about it and stressed out about it. And if they are even tackling it right away, they're working really diligently on it, but then they're probably thinking the rest of their break about their assignments and if they did them well or did they get through their whole list. And so they're never really resting because they're spending so much mental energy over break thinking about the work they have to do. The other half of my students often weren't thinking about work at all. They weren't working diligently. And then they were just sitting down the night before we got back to school realizing they had this huge mountain of work that they never thought of, and they're scrambling to get it done. So they're either rushing through it and really not learning from it how I want them to, or they're copying from another friend who may have already done the assignment. And so is good learning happening when they're doing this? Absolutely not. And neither of these scenarios are what I want for my students. And I know that not all students fall into those two categories. Some of our students have very healthy boundaries, and they approach work from a very healthy mental standpoint. But I feel like that's the minority. Personally, when I'm thinking about my students, they are majorly falling into these categories. And really, when I think about my students, what do I want them to care most about? Do I want them to care most about their success in school or do I want them to care most about their families and the time they spend investing in the relationships they have in their lives? Why take over some of the limited time that they may have to spend with their families when they could be doing anything else except for work for me? I think now that I am a parent, Like if my children bring home any work that they're expected to do, and y'all, they're just preschool, so they're barely bringing anything home. But when they do, I'm so tired of it as a parent. I'm like, come on, we're not at school right now. I don't want to do this. I want to enjoy my time with you because I'm missing you during the day while you're at school. And I can't imagine what this will feel like when I have high schoolers who are doing all sorts of activities all the time, even when they're not in school. When we're on breaks, I just want to be with my kids and enjoy them and not have them up in their rooms working on homework for a teacher. So consider that perspective as well. And even think of your students that don't have a great home life. You know, so maybe this isn't about them getting to spend more time with their family because that doesn't exist for them. I still don't see how assigning homework for those students improves their home life or helps them in any way. 
I'd rather free them up so that they can get out of the house that they don't want to be stuck into, or they can go to the job that they're doing to make some extra money and really focus on that and not be stressed out while they're at work about all the homework they have to do for me when they get home. Or I want them to be able to escape to a friend's house that does feel like maybe a safer safer place where they can find rest over breaks. Y'all, our students need time to unplug from school just like we need time to unplug from school. If they spend their break doing schoolwork, then they don't come back refreshed and ready to learn more. I really, really believe that homework over breaks is hurting more than it's helping. And think about it again from your perspective as a teacher. Don't you want to spend your time off with your family and with your kids and with your friends if you don't have family or kids? That's the same for our students. So why not create the space for both of us to be able to do that? And you may not even realize that you're assigning homework over breaks. I didn't realize it either at one point. You know, I once I got to the place of realizing that I didn't want to assign homework anymore because I didn't have great motives for it, I stopped assigning homework. But then I found I was still doing these projects and they were inadvertently falling over breaks. Okay, so here's what would happen. I would never assign homework, but when I would assign a project to be done outside of school, I would give my students ample time to do it. Like I'm talking, I would give them a month's notice and I would build in some class time here and there, but I thought this was a way to care for them. It didn't really count like homework because I was giving them so much time to do it. But when I was giving them so much time to do it, that meant that oftentimes some sort of break, even just a long weekend was falling in that month long span that I was giving them to do the project. Okay. For example, practical example here. If you're like, what are you talking about? My heredity unit, I do a genetic disorder research project. And usually this is falling towards the end of January and into February. And so I build in class time for students to do research and really get started with the project. And then I give them three or four weeks at home to finish it and just kind of wrap it up and do the creative part. But at the school I most recently taught in, we had like a winter break that was in mid-February and it was anywhere from three to five days off. And oftentimes the way that this project fell, it was due the week after that. So we would get back and it would be due that Wednesday or Thursday, we would do presentations in class. And I found that even though I wasn't intentionally assigning this project to be done over break, it wasn't even due the day we got back. Because I gave them a lot of time and there was a break during their time that they had to do the project, most of them were spending their time off doing the project and spending their holiday break doing it. And that's not what I wanted because then my students were coming back from their breaks and they were not recharged. And I dreaded coming back from breaks. Like I would get back from winter break and be like, great, on Wednesday, I'm going to collect this massive amount of projects that I'm going to have to grade. So it was a lose-lose situation on both ends. I may be resting over break while my students were working, but then the week they got back, I was working overtime to try to grade all these projects. So not assigning projects or homework over breaks really meant that my students were benefiting, but I was too. I've said it once in this podcast, and I'm going to say it again. We all need rest. And I will also argue to say we all need people in our lives to hold us accountable to resting and actually having work-life balance or school-life balance and having boundaries there that separate those from each other. By not assigning homework over breaks or really ever, if you can get by with doing that, I was able to get the rest that I personally needed and I was modeling for my students how to set boundaries and how to rest so that work and life were separate from each other. And when I did that, there ended up being these benefits that I really couldn't predict. And I shared about these last year when I wrote a blog post about not assigning homework 
at all, not just over breaks, but anytime. And I'll link that blog post in the show notes. But there are a few benefits I shared in that post that really apply to just not assigning projects or homework either over breaks. So I want to share those with you. So what I found was by applying this no homework over break strategy, it really built a lot of rapport with my students because I would tell them from day one in my class, like first day of school, I would say that I will never assign homework to you over a holiday break. And students just appreciated that so much. And relationships with students were built because they knew that I really respected their time outside of the classroom. And I va- I really valued them finding rest outside of my classroom. And I really believe that relationships with students are everything when it comes to effective classroom management. And so this was a game changer for my classroom culture. It really motivated my students to work hard for me because they respected my time in the classroom because I respected their time outside of it. And really it changed the whole entire culture of my classroom and it eliminated a ton of management issues that I had. And honestly, like if they were ever getting off task or, you know, kind of wilding out when we were supposed to be working on a lab or something, I would just say, hey, simple reminder, I respect your time outside of class by not assigning work. So I need you to respect the time that we are in here, respect my time here. And if they didn't, a consequence would be them having to finish their work outside of class when they should be having a break from school. And so that worked really, really well to motivate them and then to also motivate me to uphold my end of the bargain. I also found that my students were just doing better in my class because they were more focused when I asked them to be focused for a limited amount of time than I was when I was asking them to do all of this in my class for an hour and then all of this outside of my class too. They really, really were doing better when they had the time to unplug from my class. And honestly, I became a better teacher because it really forced intentionality with the class time that I had since I was no longer going to default to using weekends and nights and holiday breaks as my overflow time to cover the stuff I didn't get to cover in class. I became so, so intentional with each thing that I covered in my class to make sure that we were using class time wisely. And honestly, it saved me so much time grading wise And it just majorly decreased the time I was spending grading things in my class because I wasn't assigning all this extra stuff when we had time off. And then when I did end up grading something, I knew it was an authentic assessment because my students were doing all of their work in my presence in my class. I knew it wasn't something that they had just copied the night before it was due when they should have been doing it over break. Like I knew that they had done this authentically because I saw them doing all their work in my class in front of me. So I want you to consider this. Consider coming back from a break without a stack of work to grade the week you return. I think especially for those of you that may be assigning summer work. I know a lot of schools require AP teachers to assign summer work in their AP classes. How much of a bummer is it to start your year grading all sorts of work your students most likely rush through just to get it done? Save yourself and save your students from homework over breaks because you and your students deserve a true break. And a little side note, if you're required to assign homework for your AP class, I recommend just assigning your students to read a book over summer and bonus points if they read that book outside. And it could be any book. It doesn't have to be science specific because here's what I found. If we just encourage our students to enjoy reading fiction, it doesn't even have to be nonfiction. It can just be a fictional book for fun. Then that grows their reading skills and they're going to be better at reading the texts and the things that we want them to read in our classes. But I think we spend so much time forcing our students to read things they don't want to read that the art of just reading for the sake of reading 
just reading for fun is lost. And so if you have to assign homework, make that the homework you assign. Hey, go read a book, spend time with your family, get outside. If you do all those three things, you've done your your summer work for me. But that's just a side note because this is coming out in December. So you're like, why are we talking about summer work? But that's my little tangent. Okay, but I just want to encourage you in general, no matter the time of year, to unplug every break that you get from school and encourage your students to do the same. You will be amazed how much your mind needs the mental break. And if your mind needs it, your students do too. A few practical ways you can apply this. So a little take-home challenge for you, especially as a lot of us are entering in to a holiday break, you know, mid-semester, you have a break between your semesters. Here's some challenges for you. First, if you've already assigned a project, just cancel it. You're in charge. You can cancel it if you want. And to make up for the project being canceled, if you still need to do it, go ahead and build in some class time the week you return from break for students to do the project in class instead. And then... While they're working on their project that first week back, you can use that class time where they're working independently to work on your upcoming lesson plans for the new semester rather than spending your break working on lesson plans. So everyone gets to have a break from school and then everyone uses that first week back to dive back in. It's a win-win. Okay, a second way I want you to apply this. Go ahead and turn on an away message for your email before you leave school for break. Set your email on vacation mode and you can set up an auto responder and you can set the days that it's on. Set it to go from like the first day that you're not in school anymore to the first day you come back. It will make such a difference not be getting those notifications or even having to log into your inbox over break. A third thing I want to encourage you to do is to mute or snooze your Facebook groups that you're in, your teacher Facebook groups. You can kind of hit those three dots in the top right-hand corner on any Facebook group and you can select to snooze it or mute it for 30 days. And you just won't get any notifications or see that group for 30 days. I found that I often feel burdened and guilty for not working when I'll be on Facebook for social reasons. And then I'll see these posts popping up in these Facebook groups of teachers who are working over break and they're coming up with ideas or they're, you know, throwing out a challenge to other teachers. And it makes me feel bad for not working. You don't need to see the other people who are working. You need to see other people that are setting good boundaries like you are. So go ahead and snooze all those groups. And then in 30 days, they'll start popping up on your feet again when you maybe want to be inspired again by those groups. So I really encourage you to snooze those. And last but not least, you may need a personal snooze button on the noise in your life. So I encourage you to snooze your own social media for your break from school. I personally snooze my social media every Sunday. So every Sunday I have my downtime or my screen time limit set. So none of my social media or really any of my apps at all are on on Sunday. So I do this as a weekly practice and it has been such a game changer to quiet the noise in my life. I didn't realize how much noise there was in my mind until I turned it all off. And so I encourage you, you can either do this once a week or maybe just do it for a week of your Christmas break. You really won't miss much, I promise. And when you come back, it'll all be waiting for you. So I encourage you to consider applying this kind of challenge to your personal social media as well. And if you decide to do any or all of these over your next school break, when you get back to school and when you get back to working and things like that, and you're back on social media, please DM me on Instagram and let me know. I really love hearing from y'all because I'm going to be honest. I've seen the stats. So I know that people actually listen to this podcast. There's a lot of you that listen and it's great and it's incredibly humbling, but because A podcast doesn't allow me to like dialogue with you. Sometimes as I'm recording these, I'm like, 
is anyone listening? Is there anyone out there? Like, am I just talking to nobody? And again, I know that there are stats that show me and prove otherwise, but I just, every once in a while, one of you reaches out to me and DMs me and chats with me specifically about the podcast and it just makes my day. So if you do any of these challenges and apply them to your life, I would love to hear from you. Let me know. And it will help me know too that I'm not just only talking to myself on these podcast episodes. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope you found it encouraging. I'm officially giving you permission, even though you don't need my permission. But for those of you who feel like you need someone to set a boundary for you, let me set that boundary for you. Don't assign any homework or projects over this break for you or your students. Let's all go ahead and unplug from work this holiday break. Thank you, as always, for listening to today's episode. You can find the few links that I mentioned in the show notes at itsonrocketscienceclassroom.com slash episode 52. All right, teacher friends, that wraps up today's episode. If you're looking for an easy way to start simplifying your life as a secondary science teacher, head to itsnotrocketscienceclassroom.com slash challenge to grab your classroom reset challenge. And guess what? It's totally free. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you here next week. Until then, I'll be rooting for you, teacher friend.